Hey everyone, welcome back to the Downtown Discussion Podcast. I'm Blake Fisher, the Viva Downtown Program Coordinator, and this is the podcast where we highlight the people who enhance downtown through social, cultural, and economic development. Today, I'm with Miss Ann Thomas for her second time on the podcast for Shasta Living Street's brand new grand opening announcement. Um, but I'll let Ann talk mostly about that. Ann, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks, Blake. Thanks for having me. So, hi, everybody. Hi. Hey, so Ann, what's going on this week? Well, we're having a launch party. After 10 years of vision and planning and all the things it takes, uh, we are launching Shasta Bike Depot and Reading Bike Share, and everybody involved is very excited. I'm really excited, too. So tell us about this. This is um, this is Shasta Living Streets, number one, for our viewers who don't know. What is Shasta Living Streets? We're a nonprofit, uh, community-based organization, and uh, we're 13 years old. Mm-hmm. We were started, um, yeah, 13 years ago. Um we, uh, what, uh, so we're dedicated to providing the amenities that people need to walk and bike, to, to make it a place where we can live an outdoor active lifestyle. You do a fantastic job at that. And to see how our downtown has changed through bike connectivity, I attribute a lot of that to Shasta Living Street's dedication, hard work, and partnerships that you hold with, with yeah. all of these different, yeah. um, Yeah, we're the organization that sort of um, does the the organizational work to support all the many people in our community that want to see that happen. So Mm -hmm. it's not like uh, the organization does it. I mean, I, you know, kudos to everyone who works for us and volunteers and um, but but really there are so many people who want to see it happen. So then we put this sort of organizational structure around that. and are able to work with the local agencies and and bring those voices forward. So Shasta Living Streets is, right now, its current location is in the old Reading Police Department. Yeah, in the warehouse. In the yeah. warehouse. <laughs> and that's been your home since 2017, 2018? Uh, yeah, 20, we moved in in 2018. Actually, they were fixing it up during the car fire, so it's easy to remember. Um, and then we did um, a tactical urbanism project called California Street Labs that was meant to be a one-year project, but it's very beloved. And that continued for a number of years, mm-hmm. actually. We had our last events uh, a year ago. We had our last events as California Street Labs last year. Wow. So Last May. So from these Reading um, Police Department Warehouse, California um, Labs, Shasta Living Streets, what is this new project that has been worked on since 2019? <laughs> yeah. What is this? Yeah, so it's something, you know, it's hard to explain in the sense uh, what what's really going to be great is when people can walk into it and see it and use it and enjoy it, right? So for a long time, I've been doing what I call spinning the web of awesomeness and describing um, what people want and how to get it and, um, you know, doing all that work right now. And as of Friday, you'll be able to come in. So what you can do is we'll have a, uh, bike parking station, like in Paris and Germany, only a little bit smaller to start with. It's crowded. We make it bigger. So it's a place where you can, uh, park a bike in downtown safe and secure, 
Um, we are a mobility hub at the transit center and we are a staffed mobility hub at the transit center, which is very unique. There's mm -hmm. very few of those. So, uh, so you'll be able to ride your bike from home. Say you want to go to the Cascade Theater or come downtown for an evening, mm -hmm. right? And it's hard to find bike parking. We have short-term bike parking racks, but um, so you'll be able to park in this. You'll, you'll get a key. So, so it's like a card. Um, so for $20, you get 400 hours of parking mm -hmm. and it's five cents an hour. Um, so you park your bike safely in there, bring a lock, but um, there's all kinds of security procedures. Uh, that's one thing. And we will be running downtown or uh, Reading Bike Share, Reading Bike Share in downtown. And the bike share is a docked pedal assist system. Uh, there's nothing like that actually between San Francisco and Portland. So it's uh, really special and high quality and unique. Um, so if you, so you download the app and you buy a pass. And then once you have a pass uh, for a month or a year, you can you can buy a pass for a try, uh, an hour, two hour try, or for a day as well. Um, most what happens um, is people, residents will buy a yearly pass for $125. That means you get unlimited 60 minute rides for one year, as many times as you want from dock to dock, 60 minutes uh, for $125 on so this is the uh, Bell Plaza project. Yes. What is Bell Plaza? So Bell Plaza is, it's a, it's, it's a mobility hub at the transit center and also a placemaking project on our trail system. And it's on the trail system as the trail system comes into Reading. So as we know, it's not complete yet, but the trail system will continue as a two-way protected bike lane next to the sidewalk. So it provides this kind of trail-like experience out of traffic. So what, um, what we all know is, you know, we experience our city differently when there's art and culture and other types of amenities. And so Bell Plaza is meant to be that. It's a placemaking project uh, for our trail town. Um, and it's a way of connecting our city in the sense that, um, so since we're, uh, we're a mobility hub at the transit center, uh, the way the city is now designing bikeways, so all routes uh, start and end at the bike depot at the transit center and then move out across the city. So there'll be these networked bikeways that are already being planned. Many of them have been funded. Um, and then Bell Plaza has this sort of um, cultural and art to it. There's a wonderful mural that's being painted right this minute uh, by Mona Caron. And she's a San Francisco artist um, who's a superstar muralist. Um, she's painted the largest murals in Asia. Ours is a little bit smaller, but it's gorgeous. So it'll have a mural on the south side, um, Bell Plaza uses the bricks from the Bell Room. They've all been taken off site and repointed and cleaned up. Um, and there's other sort of art and culture pieces as well. That's a special historic preservation project. The Bell Room, for those who are listening and don't know, is once one of the brothels that uh, was still standing right on California Street and probably besides Jack's 
Grill, which was right. a, a brothel. That's one of the last ones standing. Yeah. So instead of destroying the building, what um, your partner in this project, the McConnell Foundation and Shasta Living Streets has done, has taken each brick from the bell room, which has been abandoned for many years. I think it was an apartment at one point. Oh, yeah, it's... Sort it's of many purposes. It's been a Besides lot of a things. Brothel, but yeah. Besides a brothel, <laughs> it's had a lot of um, it's had a lot of different purposes. But in the last you know twenty years, it was just kind of an abandoned brick building. Yeah. And now there's new life. So every single brick was pulled off piece by piece, yep. cleaned, repointed, and reintroduced to this new building called Bell Plaza. And it's it's on the corner of, uh, I believe that's Tehama or Shasta. Shasta and California Street. Mm-hmm. Shasta and California Street. If you've been driving by it, it's one of the coolest construction projects, one of the many that's been happening around downtown. Mm-hmm. And it's been special to watch. Um, and for you, this has been a project that you've put in many, many years to... So many years. It's really great to see. I know a lot of projects and people, you know, we, the past few years have been hard, hard, hard on many people. So, Mm -hmm. um, we're just happy to see it happening. And, um, the bike depot and the bike share are part of, um, the development that's happening in downtown. Mm -hmm. We're the transportation piece that's associated with the housing. So, you know, we're all, we, we've been working with local agencies, Shasta Regional Transportation Agency, City of Reading, um, and the housing group, we uh, K2 Development. So we've all been working together, you know, including with Viva um, for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of people behind it and we're just excited. So <laughs> in the last couple of years, I've gotten to see the downtown to Diesel Horse Trail uh-huh. complete. Yep. And the starting, or I guess the ending, whichever way you're, you're riding the trail, is <laughs> yeah. leading up to Bell Plaza. Um, um, past it, it'll come down to Yuba. So how does that, how does Bell Plaza play into, um, I would say local and tourism for people that are visiting and want to check out the trails? Yeah. So we actually cited years ago, it's just a shame. We all have to collectively, everybody has to get faster at building these things, but, uh, bikeways. And so we cited the bike depot where it is because the bikeway is coming there and we thought it would be done of course before the depot was built um it is still coming um so let's see um well i guess i guess i'll I'll say this with um i'm reading this right here i didn't realize the bicycle tourism um and the economic impact it looks like mcconnell foundation once said that tourism through biking contributes 83 billion to the united states economy oh yeah biking tourism which probably won't surprise people listening too much. Um, it's a it's a big thing, and that's partly why the hotel at the base of the trail system, right, the Sheraton Hotel. Um, hopefully, and um, we have hotels here in downtown. So people, and there are lots of people who come in and plan because we have such a nice um, trail system mm-hmm. um, out into uh, nature, right? But what we are missing is the trail system in the city, right? So mm-hmm. people still want to ride around the city and um, enjoy, you know, we have a beautiful city. So that's the part that we're building out today that hasn't fully been built. But the, the so from the depot, from Yuba Street, we did a um, study with GIS and um, and it tells us that, so the loop trail that goes 
from downtown across Diesel Horse Bridge over to the Sundown Bridge on the trail, and then it comes back on a set of streets, and that will be built, um, I think, within a year. Wow. And it's a 5.1-mile loop trail. Um, we call it the Downtown Connector Loop Trail, so it's not specifically, parts of it are in downtown, but when we did the um, survey, it showed that uh, in the past the two census ago, 68,000 people lived within three miles of that loop. So they, we kind of all think generally that anybody can ride a, a bike three miles mm -hmm. um, if you have a safe route. That means that 68,000 people can get to this loop trail and have a safe route in and out of downtown without a car. Wow. There's, um, when we're talking about the accessibility and connectivity, um, people that don't have a bike of their own that they own now have an opportunity to check out these new bicycles um, that Shasta yes. Living Streets has been working on as well alongside this Bell Plaza project. It's Reading Bike Share, right? Yes. So what is Reading Bike Share? Reading Bike Share is a transit system, essentially. And they are bikes that are out on the street 24-7. Uh, we are lucky to have a best-of-class vendor, so they're really great bikes. They're pedal assist. They're very comfortable. You have a basket. You, they have a place you can put your own bike bag mm -hmm. on them. Um, they look great. They feel great. And they ride They're great. easy to ride. Yeah. yeah. So um, these bikes are available out in the in phase one. They're in this downtown area, right? And so uh, you buy a pass and you can use them anytime you want. Um, they're just out there to be used. So um, there are a lot of ways that people who have their own bikes actually use bike share. Um, if you don't have a bike, so a lot of people living in downtowns and even in here in downtown Reading um, don't want to have a car. They don't want, they want to go places without getting in their car, right? So the bike share serves, you can just uh, walk over to the docking station, grab a bike, go where you need to go, park it do your whatever and then come back, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a transportation service to get around. Um, and then people who don't, people who have their own bikes. So there's a lot of different ways that they get used and I use them in other cities. I have bikes that I love. Um, you can, for instance, people who want to ride into downtown on their favorite bike that is maybe very valuable to them. Right. And it's hard to park in a lot of places in downtown safely. So, they, you can ride your bike into downtown, park in the bike station, and then hop on a bike share bike and take the next little short trip to wherever it is you want to go that doesn't have safe parking. So you, you rode your own fabulous bike that you love and it's safe. And then you can use these bike share bikes to just sort of zip around, you know, to dinner and then you don't have to worry about it. And you come out from dinner and get on another one, get back to your bike or go to another, you know, show or whatever you want. So walking around downtown, I've already seen these new um, e-bike, e-bicycles, bike docks being introduced on the downtown streets. Mm -hmm. A few of them are right now placed on Market Street next mm -hmm. to the residence in Market Center. Yep. So how many bikes are actually going to be a part of this docking system? The start, the phase one, so we're hoping to grow it um, pretty rapidly with uh, sponsorship and others. So um, 
we now have, we now own 120 docks and 70 bikes. And the idea is you want more parking places than vehicles, right? Definitely. Just like we all know about parking. Um, <laughs> Don't get us started on this <laughs> yeah. podcast. So, um, so there will be, we're, we're putting in a little more than half of those right now. So um, the idea is to put the stations in and they're already in, you'll see them around. And there's about 14, 15 stations now. And then uh, put the bikes out and watch it over the next weeks and hear from people, hopefully not mad people, hopefully excited people. But I do know that we will hear from businesses and others saying um, we want them by our business. They're nifty. Yeah. They're good looking. Yeah. And so then we'll have the flexibility. They go in one by one, which is um, it's a patent pending system that makes it really easy for cities like ours. So we can have a docking station of uh, four. We don't have to have 25, you know. And so we can you sort of locate them all around. So it makes it easy to do these quick trips and um, securely dock the bike and then know you're going to find one. Yeah. So the user friendliness of it, and for people that want to ride these bikes when they're um, introduced, how does one get the app and what is the app? Um, <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, wherever you get your app, um, iPhone or uh, not, um, you download the app. It's a, a little, it looks black with a white B. It's B cycle. Um, and so you download that app and then you look. So Reading is in, amongst 50 other cities that uh, B cycle has across the U.S. So there we are with all these other awesome cities. And so you find a Reading bike share and then you'll click on that. Um, and it'll say, so there's different ways in, but you might first see the button that says unlock a bike. And if you click on that, it'll take you to a pass. It'll know that you don't have a pass yet. So if you're doing, um, you're doing this on your phone, um, you'll download the app and then you can purchase whatever pass you'd like at the time. And uh, it's associated with your phone. And then you'll be able to unlock a bike. It's super easy. Mm -hmm. um, and the, one of the benefits of the staffed mobility hub is you could call us um, and come by. We'll do all kinds of, this is another bonus of the community-led sort of program. So we can help people. We can have, you know, we'll have like demonstrations. We'll... Um, help people walk them through it. But really, it's super easy. I do it in cities all over the um, U.S. And so you have the pass and uh, the system knows you do. And you, you know, you check out a bike when you get to the station and then you ride around where you need to go and then you take it to the station nearest to where you want to get off. Mm -hmm. I've gotten to ride them and it is one of the nicest experiences to be able to see downtown in a new light. Mm -hmm. um, Clarissa, mm -hmm. uh, one of the employees over at Shasta Living Streets, took us out and we rode the downtown diesel horse trail. After five, so at sunset, you see the river trail. So beautiful. There were so many, um, so much wildlife that was walking mm -hmm. the trails while you're on these e-bikes. Um but it's user-friendly, and the reason why I think the e-bike um, method of mm -hmm. these bikes are important is because I'm not a biker, yeah. and I wouldn't say I'm the most athletic biker 
as well. Right. And there's there's a thing called pedal assist on these bikes. So if you're worried about going on these, you know, hills, uphill, downhill, when you're pedaling on these e-bikes, they are assisting you. So you're not struggling. You're not trying to get off and walk and, and walk a portion of the biking. You feel like a professional. And there's another aspect of, of since we don't have too many bike trails yet established, you are going to be riding on the road, but you don't feel scared because these bikes have a very, um, I would say, how fast do they go? Just well, they'll assist. help you up to 17 miles an hour. If you can, a lot of people can ride faster than 17 miles an hour on their bike. Right. Yeah. It'll help you to 17 miles an hour. It's huge with, with little to no effort, you are picking up speed. Um, and you do feel like a professional. I think this is going to be a great program for a lot of people that might not own their own bikes, but want to be a biker. And they're going to feel very confident when they get on these. Um, I'm excited to see these. When are these officially introduced to everybody? We're trying to decide exactly, but I would say by Monday. So we, um, the party, the celebration on Friday is full of all kinds of activities and the bikes that we have will be used for those. We have a lot of out of town people. Mm -hmm. So they're going to be doing a tour uh, with people from all over the state Mm -hmm. between one and three. And then the party starts at three. So this will um, be Friday, May 12th, Friday, May 12th. And this is open to the public for people to come to the celebration. So um, let's talk about that. So before we talk about, I guess we'll, we'll get the hard dates after this. So Friday, May 12th, what's happening with Bell Plaza? Friday, May 12th. So the morning is all about the media. So we're getting all kinds of of out-of-town press, which Mm -hmm. is great for Reading. It's positive press. Uh, We've already had a number of um, national articles, actually. And so uh, between 10 to noon is for the press. At 11 o'clock, we're going to do a ride we're calling the unveiling. So people, uh, we have a team of people who are going to ride the bikes kind of in a down the diesel horse a little bit so we can kind of loop around. And this gives a lot of media want to take pictures and um, some video, you know, that's what they use on TV and such. So so that's the unveiling. And then um, then there's this out of town. uh, technical advisory committee to state uh, Department of Transportation, and all of they they will all have their meeting here in the morning, and then they will get on the bikes and do the loop trail ride for two hours. So they'll be back at three at three o'clock. It's open to the public. Everybody from the public can attend this. Everybody can show up at three o'clock, and we know that people are working, mm-hmm. um, but we wanted to open the space before. The speaking activities. Um, we have to have the speaking activities that the media can attend. So that means between four and five. Mm-hmm. So between three and four, you're welcome to come on in, meet people, meet our out of town guests, see your friends, get a drink, wander around, check out the murals. Um, Mona just told me that she's going to try to be painting the last uh, brush stroke on the mural around that time. We'll see. And, uh, and then between four and five, there'll be a number of speakers. Um, this is not speechifying, but it's going to be, you know, inspirational, fun. So our out-of-town speakers, um, the director of state uh, transportation, um, Tony Tavares, will be the keynote speaker. 
the director of the Strategic Growth Council will also speak and some local speakers, but we're going to make it fun. There will be a secret be told. There will be a few horn players on stage um, and also probably a still walker. That's incredible. (laughs) And so open to the public, three o'clock, Bell Plaza's grand opening. There's the other aspect uh, of a restaurant that's going to be uh, taking residency. Yes. So the restaurant, we um, purposefully, it's not sad. Don't be sad. Um, the restaurant will open at a different time. Okay. So um, we we did that on purpose. There's a lot of, a lot to be, you know, celebrated and finished. So we're going to move in. We're going to celebrate this. We're going to move in. We're going to help everybody understand sort of what we're doing and everything. And then that will give um, Pipeline and the operator, Kevin, a time to shine. So they will open next winter um, when everything comes together for the restaurant. And then we will all help them um, have their fabulous uh, opening. Wonderful. I, I should also say that Kevin is coming down for our opening mm-hmm. and Pipeline has generously, you know, we are a nonprofit, so we do uh, the event um, Beer and Wine, um, but he and his staff have uh, donated their time to be there as a present. So Pipeline will be at our event um, come see them. We'll have to have them on the podcast, but this is a restaurant. If you want to try it out, you can find them in Mount Shasta. So always a good excuse to go check out Pipeline in Mount Shasta. This will be their second location here in downtown Mm -hmm. Reading. And then with this other hard date, e-bikes, when are those introduced to the public? I'm going to say Monday. Okay. Um, Yeah, which is the 15th. Monday, Um, May 15th. And we'll link the app on this mm-hmm. podcast, mm-hmm. Um, when you download the app, it'll put on your location services and it shows you the exact locations of every single docking point yep. on the map. And I know that there's a couple over at Turtle Bay too. So if you're riding yep. the trails, the connector loop, um, you'll be able Season to get Horse to, yep. to uh, Turtle Bay and downtown Reading. And I can't wait for when all the docks are introduced. So I guess to close out this podcast, <laughs> um, what, are the th- what are the top reasons of why people should bike? In Reading. I think the top reason is joy. Joy. But that's always been, you know, Shasta Living Streets, we lead with joy. I mean, riding a bike is just awesome. We live in such a gorgeous place and our neighborhoods are beautiful. Well, Anne, thank you for all the great work that you and the Shasta Living Streets team has done. Um, You are making a biker out of me yet. (laughs) Thanks for being on the podcast, Anne. You are welcome. Welcome.